Welcome to Political Beatdown. I'm Ben Micellis, joined by Michael Cohen, who is interrupting his vacation. Not interrupting <laughs> at all, actually. Cohen wants to spend the time with the Beatdown Brigaders, probably one of the only times in a very long while that Cohen's actually been able to take a vacation. But fortunately, <laughs> we've got him for this hour, and we have a lot to discuss after the fallout is being felled felt in MAGA Republican world after the historic indictment. Number four, number five, if you count the superseding indictment, I'll say five. The fifth indictment, because I'll count the superseding indictment in Fulton County, Georgia, by Fulton County Grand Jury out there, brought by Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis. We're seeing how those in Trump's inner circle, his co-defendants, the unindicted co-conspirators, how they're all reacting, or should I say begging for money that they have not been paid. Cohen <laughs> warned you. Cohen I did. told you so. I you warned you. To listen. Michael I warned Cohen, you. How so are I'm, you doing? You know, I feel I, I wish that, you know, when I, I'm looking forward to when I get back to New York, that I'll be walking, you know, the streets there by Madison Avenue, going to the local restaurants, and I will bump in to Rudy Kaludi. And I can just say to him, I warned you, son. I warned you. And not only did I warn him, I warned Mark Meadows and Jim Bag Jordan. I warned them all. I warned them all that look at what's happened to me. Let me be very clear. All right. All of this bullshit of Donald Trump making these claims, or I should say the media making these claims that Donald is, you know, so close to Rudy and to Jim Bag Jordan and to Mark Meadows. And so none of it is true. Remember, he didn't know them from Adam until he ended up not just in the White House, but years later, like two plus to three years later, when they all started coming out to defend him. They don't understand him at all. They don't understand the true Donald and what they are learning as Rudy Kaludi, drunken Giuliani, is learning as he's on his hands and knees. Oh, oh, Donald. Donald, please save me. I need money. I need money. Donald's not going to give him a fucking penny. You may have seen that salty. If you have, if you have my tweet that I put up, remember, I'm six hours ahead of you. I'm in France right now. So <laughs> trust me when I tell you. I'm watching television. I'm saying to myself, oh, my God, how pathetic of Rudy Colludi Giuliani a guy who is considered America's mayor. Hey, read, read that off for me so I don't have to start laughing. <laughs> I, think we have the, I think we have that clip as well that we'll play. In. Read, read that one off because as I turned around and said, Rudy has a better chance of getting the money for his defense from his ex-wives. And rest assured, they all <laughs> despise him, right? Then he has them getting from Donald. Because what Donald's going to do is come out and say, Rudy, Rudy, I would love, I would love to give it to you. But I can't. I can't. And, and my pack can't. I, they can't because it could be considered witness tampering or obstruction of justice. And that's what's going to happen. And I just can't do it. And it's, trust me when I tell you, the only time you will get money out of Donald 
You have to do what I did. You need to sue him, but you need to invest four years and a lot of time in order to get that money. Uh, they should they should have listened but if you go through the political action committee forms and you see the lawyers that donald trump is paying right alina haba's firm in six months got close to one and a half million dollars uh that banal law firm the firm that filed the case to reopen the case that alina haba and trump were sanctioned uh, about a million dollars for that banal law firm. Uh, they got uh, about a million two. So Joe Takapina representing Donald Trump in the case brought by E. Jean Carroll, where Takapina and Trump obviously lost and a jury awarded uh, $5 million, uh, finding that Donald Trump engaged in a sexual assault. Takapina was paid almost $2 million. So if you look what Trump did here, right, he basically had the Giuliani's, the Sidney Powell's, the Eastman's, the Chesbro's, now his co-defendants, right? They went out there and spewed the lies. Then Trump fundraised off those lies enough money to cover the criminal defense for his criminality and then spent the money that he defrauded people using that group as his pawns, never paid them, then took the money that he defrauded uh, his supporters for, for his own criminal so defense. Stupid. Sounds like a sounds like a Trump Ponzi scheme, Cohen. It sounds like another yeah. Ponzi if I've ever seen one. Look, Ben, let me be very clear. The only case that Taco Penis should be representing Trump on is the case of the missing pillow case at mar lardo That's about it, all right? Because that's about all that he's competent in order to handle. I warned each and every one of these idiots, look at what happened to me, all right? And I was with the man for over a decade. You're all a bunch of newbies. He doesn't give a shit about any one of you. He doesn't care about anyone or anything other than himself. And he will use each and every one of these individuals as a stepping stone to get himself out of the high waters while he sticks your head under. You know, it, that's just who he is. And the fact that they have not listened and the fact that as many times as I have said it, and I will continue to say it, they refuse to listen until it's too late. And you know what? Now it's too late. What makes this whole thing with Georgia so interesting is unlike everyone else, unlike New York with Alvin Bragg, unlike D.C. with Jack Smith, Fonnie Willis, you got to give her a real, real pat on the back over here. She doesn't give a shit about Donald Trump. She, they don't give a shit that he was the former president of the United States. They're going to bring him into this Georgia County jail where he will be fingerprinted and mugshotted, from what I understand. They're going to take his height and his weight in order to put him up onto the thing. There's a big thing going on right now in terms of how tall is he really and how much does he weigh, right? And I'll give you my prediction. Then I want yours, Ben. But he's six, I would say he's just under six, two. He's probably between six, one and a half and six, two. But he's at least, at least a good 300. You know, he's topping the scales at about three, 305, somewhere in that ballpark. 
You know, he posted a message earlier today that must be on his mind as well. And he was going, did you see this deranged message he posted going after Fox and friends? I mean, take a look at this post that he made, Cohen. He goes, why doesn't Fox and friends show all of the polls where I am beating Biden by a lot? They just won't do it. Also, they purposefully show the absolutely worst pictures of me especially the big orange one with my chin pulled way back. They think they are getting away with something. They're not. Just like 2016 all over again. And then they want me to debate. There's a lot to unpack here. Keep, keep, put, it, put it back on. There's a lot. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's, take this, let's take this apart. First of all, Donald truly believes that Fox and Friends owes him a lot. He believes that Every dollar that Fox News Corp made during the 2016 and then the 2020 elections was simply because of him. All right. Second, you then get to the polls where he claims that he's beaten, beating Biden by a lot. Well, we all know that that's not true. All right. Even your dogs know that it's not true. Hence why they're barking and going crazy. All right. He is not beating Biden by a lot. He's not beating Biden at all. There are a few select polls that turn around. And look, I, as you know, when I turn around and I said, says who? Says who? I, it turned out I was correct. Because what these pollsters are doing is they'll get like a large poll is like six, 700 people. But they already know the outcome of the poll before it starts because they know who they're calling. When was the last time, Ben, that you got onto a phone call with somebody who needs 10 to 15 minutes of your time asking you questions about Donald Trump, Joe Biden, or anybody else? And the answer is never. As soon as you pick up the phone and they say, hi, we're calling from so-and-so polling service, a click right? Have a nice day and take me off your stupid call list. But they already know in advance, who did you vote for in the last election? How many elections before that have you voted? Did you vote up and down the line, whether it's all Republican, all Democrat, independent? Have you gone back? They know everything. So they can tell you almost with 100% certainty what the outcome of the poll is going to be. The reason that so many politicians use it is that they can then justify the allegations that they make, like a Donald Trump saying, I'm beating Biden by a lot. That's just some random poll that's put out by probably Newsmax or OAN or one of their offshoot super PACs. So let's go just back to it for one second more, because there's so much more into this rant by Donald. They just won't do it. They won't do what? They won't sit there and turn around and kiss your ass anymore? So the answer is no. And then they purposely show the absolutely worst pictures of me, especially the big orange one with my chin pulled way back. That's because you're fat. Period. End of story. And the orange-crusted Mandarin Mussolini that you are, all right, unless you're taking a photograph that's being photoshopped or edited, Right. Like the ones of you as a superhero or the ones of you in a, you know, in a cowboy outfit or as an astronaut. That's not who you are. That's not what you look like. And the fact that you refuse to acknowledge what you truly look like 
Well, that's on you. That's not on Fox. They took a photo of you. You don't like it. Okay, they're not going to use your headshot from The Apprentice, which, by the way, was taken over 12 years ago, just to give you a little bit of a time frame. When you go through, though, some of the actual polling data out there, it is very, it paints a devastating picture for Trump and Republicans. I don't want people to get complacent, but where Donald Trump cites, you mentioned that, is it Newsmax that he's citing? No, Donald Trump typically cites, and I, I kid you not, this is not a joke what I'm about to say, who the <laughs> Republicans cite for a lot of their polling data is something that goes by the name of cat turd. One of the big Republican leaders today is a emoji of a cat turd. And this is who Donald Trump reposts and amplifies, you know, who will get second place in the Republican primary. He's reposting cat turd polls. Uh, here's another photo. Don Jr. did a uh, interview with the turd himself uh, with the cat turd. There it is right there. Looking forward to being on Don Jr.'s podcast. And the turd does the interview as the cat turd as a cat and says horrific, disgusting things. This, this is who the Republican Party has become. And that's why, you know, when I give interviews, I go, I go, I go, look, I go, please do not call these people the cat turd group. Do not call them conservative. You could call them the C word cat turd, but do well, not ben, call ben, them we got we got the brigaders. They got the turds. I mean, it's <laughs> perfect. I, I mean, think about it. So what I want everyone to do now, just as a as an example of just how ridiculous shit like this is, like cat turd and some of these pollsters. Just imagine here on political beatdown. All right, with our brigaders, we turn around and we say, who should win? In 2024, Joe Biden, smash, smash a heart. Donald Trump, smash a, you know, smash a uh, thumbs down. <laughs> and where do you think the numbers are going to end up, right? Where, where do you think that they're going to end up? I would say majoritively will turn around and show that an overwhelming number of brigaders want to see Joe Biden over Donald Trump. And that's why I say that these polls are so ridiculous. They're such a waste of time. You know, when, like, like with you, Ben, I have a lot of followers on my Twitter and my TikTok and my Instagram and so on. If I use that as the formula and I put out a poll and ask people to do it, you have a better chance of getting a more accurate response and result than you do by going to one of these, you know, um, well-known pollsters. You know, what if uh, President Biden posted, uh, hey, I've got a, the polls are showing that uh, puppy poopy or dog poopy says that I am 67%. <laughs> I mean, look, we laugh about it, but you know, it's beyond parody. And this is who the Republican Party is. You got puppy, the puppy poopy poll says you got 65%. The cat turd poll. No, I mean, President Biden's out there talking about, I want to protect social security. I'm looking to fight for veterans. I want to make sure women can control their own bodies. I want better working conditions, lower prescription drug prices actually implementing infrastructure projects and Donald Trump's out there posting cat duty polls and saying, why is it that Fox, who, 
Even if you just start with, why is it that Fox, dude, focus on the American people. Focus on actual issues. And then it just gets more deranged and deranged from there. But speaking of Donald Trump's deranged post, you know, he had posted right after the Fulton County District Attorney um, secured the indictment from the Fulton County Grand Jury that next week, Cohen, that Donald Trump was going to hold a press conference. He was going to hold it at Bedminster. And he was going to reveal in this press conference that he actually won the 2020 election. That's what he said. He's going to. I don't words, care what he, he says. I just want to know what cat turds said. <laughs> what, what, what is, what is, uh, <laughs> what is ferret feces? Fer, ferret feces. Yeah. Can we hear from ferret feces? <laughs> by, this is, by the way, before, before you go on to that one, you know, it's not just Donald who says the stupidest things that's out there and salty. Well, we're going to get to that with Rudy Kaludi with his absolute, drunken rant and so on but none better none better than the ass kissing daughter-in-law who he despised for years and he tells the story himself you know a lot of people turn around and say you know mike that's not really fair you shouldn't be saying these sort of stories right even if they're true which by the way they are because they're always sort of like not nice and they're somewhat demeaning to like laura trump when you say that you know the um, in-laws, meaning like Don Jr. or, um, you know, Ivanka, uh, and so on would turn around and say that she is like a horse face. Okay, that's, I, you're right, maybe I shouldn't say it. However, I'm not the one who actually went up on stage and told the story of how he didn't even know who she was and didn't like her and didn't care for her, that that's not who he wanted his son Eric to marry. And the person who did it was Donald in front of an entire room of people that she was that she was there that she was one of the co-hosts for, and then it was it was really amazing. But then he says, "But then I go on television, and I see this girl talking about me." And I said, "Who is that?" And they said, "Mr. Trump, that's your daughter-in-law, Lara. That's the one that's married to Eric." So he goes, "Oh, she's great." And then he goes, "It's been a love affair ever since." Well. First of all, I'm not so sure you should be talking about your daughter-in-law as a love affair, like it, your love affair with Kim Jong-un. But that's when he decided that he liked Laura, is when she came out. And again, I'm not telling this story to be mean, even though I find it funny because it is demeaning. I'm saying it because he said it. I'm just repeating the stupidity of Donald. And she sits there smiling and laughing with her blown up, you know, lip injected lips and shit. And as if it's funny, I would be personally insulted, but not her because Donald is talking about her and he would sit and bitch and complain that she uses the Trump name more than salty. If you have the clip listening to her speak on Fox News, I think it was to Hannity or to Newsmax or something like that. This will show you the level of insanity that is now permeating the entire family, including the non-DNA family. I want to show the clip because people are going to say, what in the Kim Jong-un is going on here? Because I want to show her. I want to show Kimberly Guilfoyle clip. And I got a few others I want to show. But first, I want to take our first quick break. I have a big family, and that means there's usually a lot of trash left over by the time the work week comes to an end. And frankly, I used to feel a bit guilty about this, but then I got a Lomi. Now that I have a Lomi, it's changed the way I think about my food waste. 
First off, Lomi transforms my garbage into gold at the push of a button. Lomi is a countertop electric composter that turns food scraps to dirt in just under four hours. Now, I love composting. Plus, it's made cooking at home even more fun. There's no more food rotting in my garbage and smelling up the kitchen. Thanks to Lomi, I only have to take out the trash once a week. And it's a hassle-free, mess-free experience. No more leaking bags. Here's something cool too. I turn my waste into nutrient-rich dirt that I feed to my plants, lawn, or garden. That means it's not going to landfills and producing methane gas. I get to help the environment and make my life easier. And all the food scraps, plant clippings, and even those leftovers I forgot in the back of the fridge, they go back into my garden, helping me grow more nutritious food right from the backyard. I learned that food waste makes up a huge portion of our personal carbon footprint. And by reducing the amount of food that I send to a landfill, I'm helping to do my part for this planet while also feeding my garden. Now, whether you want to start making a positive environmental impact or just grow a beautiful garden, Lomi is perfect for you. Head to Lomi.com slash beat and use the promo code beat to get $50 off your Lomi. That's $50 off when you head to lomi.com slash beat and use promo code beat at checkout. Thank you, Lomi, for sponsoring this. Ben Micellis here. Breathe some life into your own backyard with fastgrowingtrees.com this spring. From shade to fresh fruit to privacy and natural beauty, let fastgrowingtrees.com help you plant your dream garden with their expert advice and fast, reliable shipping. FastGrowingTrees.com's plant experts curate thousands of easy-to-grow plant, shrub, and tree varieties for your unique climate. Meyer lemons to evergreens and everything in between. Happy plants, happy home, right? But sometimes it's hard to know which plants will do best. No problem, because with FastGrowingTrees.com, you get customized recommendations based on your specific needs. Plus, their plant experts are always available to help keep your plants growing healthy through the season and beyond. No more waiting in long lines and hauling heavy plants around. With FastGrowingTrees.com, you order online and your plants arrive at your door in just a few days. I love fast-growing trees because I found the Alberta peach tree I was looking for at a great price, and you will too. And with fast-growing trees, 30-day alive and thrive guarantee, you know everything will look great fresh out of the box. Join over 1.5 million happy fast-growing trees customers. So go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash political now to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash political. That's fastgrowingtrees.com dot com slash political and now back to the show we are back live here on political beatdown right before the break we were talking about kim jong i mean we were talking about <laughs> donald trump's i mean because one of the things that i was thinking you know when you look at who the surrogates are even you go back to the republican national convention right trump trump trump's kids girlfriend trump kids fiance like that's not a that's not the way american politics are supposed to be and so you had a uh, laura trump you had kimberly guilfoyle i want to get your reactions to their response because they were the main circus uh they were the main surrogates doing the rounds this is lara trump right here and this was her 
defense of the of Donald Trump following the Fulton County District Attorney indictments. Play the clip. Played of Hillary Clinton. Wow. Let us never forget all of those. And she led into that uh, interview with Rachel Maddow, by the way, laughing. She was laughing about this last night. Let me tell you something. There is nothing funny about this. There's nothing funny about the erosion of our American values, about the erosion of our Constitution, about the weaponization of our systems, it, like third world countries do against political opponents. Nothing funny, Sean. Yeah, I mean, what is there to possibly say other than Laura Trump, along with Eric Trump, are the two stupidest people that I've ever met in almost my entire life? You know, they follow on to the talking points. And now all of a sudden, she's so proud of herself that she's on television spewing this. She's right. There is nothing funny about the weaponization of the Justice Department by an individual to go after another individual because he is a political opponent, a political critic, and so on. But she's not talking about Donald Trump. In fact, she's talking about me. Her father-in-law, through Bill Barr, that bloviated piece of shit that he is, went ahead, they, they weaponized the Justice Department, not because I'm saying it, because factually it's accurate you can read it you can see what happened there they had me go down to 500 pearl street the federal court where they had me sit in a waiting area until they got documents signed to remand me back to otisville because i refused to waive my first amendment constitutional right and again it's not me saying it you know who said it ben Judge Alvin K. Hellerstein, the judge that then turned around after another 15 days of solid, I should say, yeah, 16 days of solitary confinement, bringing it up to 51 days. Alvin K. Hellerstein, the judge, the federal court judge said it, that it was retaliatory because I wouldn't waive my First Amendment rights. So she's right. It is the erosion of our democracy. It's shit that you see happening in third world countries, not America, but it ain't happening to Donald. It's not, all right? And this is the problem. What they're doing is they're trying to deflect. Donald broke certain laws, plain and simple. And those and those allegations, because everybody is presumed innocent, right, until proven guilty. Donald is right now innocent, and he has the right to claim a not guilty verdict, which I'm sure he will do in the fourth indictment now coming up in Georgia. But Lara does not have the right to sit there and claim, because this is the misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation that they are all so damn good at. And that's claiming that the Biden administration is doing it to Donald. And that's the part that's not true. And the fact that she continuously goes on any show that'll have her stupid ass and spew the same regurgitated garbage, all right, that's the part that makes her into an idiot. Now, I understand you want to defend your family. I get it. All right. You want to defend and protect your family. But what you don't want to do is you don't want to defend your family above that of the Constitution and try to lie to the American people for what? So that you get a reservation in a uh, in a restaurant that nobody wants you at anyway. Now, nah, come on, Laura.
moron. Speaking of people who want reservations in places that nobody wants them anyway, Kimberly Gilfoyle, also one of, the, one of the Trump surrogates. I want to show you this is the interview that she was on as well. It was equally humiliating. Watch her make a fool out of herself. Play the clip. Rico well, charges. Rico charges 19 defendants altogether. Kind of weigh in on what that's going to look like for Fannie Willis. Um, well, it's a disaster and it's a sham. She's really using this for her own political purposes and advancements and fundraising off of this. She's one of four sham, um, you know, investigations and indictments. They, you know, jumped the shark and released on the docket actually the indictment before it even came out. Mm -hmm. So then she had to do the dog and pony show, you know, last night. It's just absolutely ridiculous. And John Gotti, okay, can you imagine Rico, okay, violations? John Gotti never even had four indictments at once. There's no yeah. mob boss, let alone they do this to President Trump because they're worried that they can't beat him in the ballot box in 2024. And they want to go ahead and use this lawfare, weaponize the system against Joe Biden's primary political opponent. That's what this is. I, um, you talk I about collusion with all these different people putting these indictments forward at the same time before this election. I want to get your reaction. But before doing that, you know, like there's some like kind of corporate speak that's just like a bunch of gibberish. Right. And there's like what we need to do is the interconnectivity with the synergistic. Well, it's like, OK, can you tell me what's going on What the MAGA Republicans do over and over and over again, in contrast to what we do here, whereas we talk about here's the data, here's the facts, here's the audio recording, here's the document, here's the post. This is what they said, and now here is our opinion. If you notice, all they do is they go up there and they just say a bunch of what I like to call uh, fascist Furby talk, you know, like those Furby toys from back in the day that were, and you're like, okay, what are they saying? That's kind of what it is. It's like, this is lawfare, jump the shark, John Gotti, Hillary Clinton. It's like, okay, can you just explain to me if you think that there's a, a defense here, well, wh why don't you go about and just state it in, in plain facts? And they don't because it's a bunch of garbage. It's a bunch of BS. And, you know, just just watch. What, what even is that? What, what, what were we even watching? Yeah, what we're watching, again, is Kimberly Gargoyle getting up there and playing to a party of one. That's the only thing that she's doing right there. And of course, what better home to do it at than Newsmax, the only place where the person who is interviewing this moron in a half, Kimberly Gargoyle, it's the only place that they will turn around, shake their head, nod, and not question, wait, 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 what are you basing that on? Okay, wait, so the former president is now under his fourth indictment, what does that have to do with John Gotti? So let me explain something to you. It's called the term RICO, the Racketeering Influence Corruption uh, Organization Act. And nobody, of course, knows that better than Rudy Colludi, drunken Giuliani, because he's kind of the one who created it to go after organized crime. But what it's, what it's designed and the way that it was designed is when you have two or more people that are joining together in order to commit a crime, 
then they could bring them all together. Well, here it's not just Donald and another guy or two other guys or three other or four and, you know, five, you know, other women, you know, or six other people, you know, you got 18 other individuals all conspiring to commit the crime of electoral fraud. Plain and simple. Now, I'm sorry that Kimberly Gargoyle isn't happy with the fact that they are now indicting, whether I don't know if she and Don Jr. are even together anymore. But again, she needs her fill of some airtime. And obviously, Fox News won't have them on anymore because they challenge. there are several Fox News hosts today that are challenging these sycophantic, you know, regurgitators. Um, and they're unhappy about that. They want to be able to spew the lies and the misinformation, disinformation, and malinformation at will without any recourse whatsoever, other than accepting what it is that they're saying, despite the fact, and you just brought it up, it is factually inaccurate and it's predicated on nothing other than a talking point created by another Trump insider working on the campaign. That's it. So they're unhappy about that. Kimberly Gargoyle is another moron that is going to sit there and you know, make an absolute fool of herself and humiliate herself on television, even though she doesn't think that she is because she's speaking to Trump supporters. Even they know that what it is that she's saying is factually inaccurate and it's not predicated on any base of fact. You know, and some of these Fox reporters who are lightly, we'll say, lightly challenging the lies and disinformation or at least asking a legitimate question that all of a sudden then people like Alina Haba, who when they're on the show, they're like, but I thought she used to love Donald Trump. I remember that's what right. she said to Ducey when Ducey Perfect asked response. a very basic uh, question. They're not doing it, though, out of the goodness of their heart. They didn't just have a revelation. They got sued and had to settle for nearly a billion dollars for as a corporation for engaging in defamatory conduct. <laughs> on precisely these issues and they've got the other lawsuit that's still pending against them seeking about two billion dollars from smartmatic and so there's a lot of litigation that has that is changing their behaviors in a in small ways but i said small ways because he's by the way rudy's you know rudy giuliani stuck in that lawsuit too which is incredible considering the guy can't afford to pay you know, his legal fees, and he's on, like we were talking about at the very beginning, he's on his hands and knees begging to Donald. I don't know, Ben, if we have that clip. I just think it's a clip that goes along with the Lara Trump clip, the Kimberly Gargoyle clip. Um, Salty, if you have it, let's throw it up there, uh, you know, for the brigaders. What the hell is wrong with you? Rudy Giuliani is hopping mad over his indictment. Racketeering. What the hell do you know about racketeering? He railed against Georgia's Fulton County DA, Fonnie Willis, in a rambling tirade. I am the dictator. There was no fraud. What kind of lawyer are you? What kind of person are you? He faces what could be a long and expensive court battle. Trouble is, Giuliani is reportedly 
broke. He's running out of money. I mean, see, I don't reporting. know about running out. I think might be out. He's so strapped for cash, he's been forced to sell his home. Giuliani's apartment in this landmark building on Manhattan's Upper East Side was listed for sale two weeks ago. The three-bedroom spread is described in the listing as splendid, and the price sure is $6.5 million. Plus, there's a $10,000 monthly maintenance fee. Despite all the work Giuliani did for Trump back in 2020, he allegedly got stiffed. It was Trump who didn't want Giuliani paid unless Giuliani delivered on his promises, and obviously that didn't happen. Trump and his 18 co-defendants have until noon next Friday to turn themselves in to the Fulton County Jail. Once inside, defendants are typically fingerprinted, then a mugshot is taken. The sheriff says the jail is open 24-7, and they are welcome anytime. <laughs> I mean, first of all, let me, let me say this as well. Um, the necessity of selling that apartment is not predicated solely on the issue that Kaludi has right now uh, in terms of paying his legal fees. All right? It's not. He also has outstanding monies that's due to his um, latest ex-wife. Um, she's owed quite a substantial amount of money. And I believe uh, that, you know, this is more of a forced sale uh, in order to deal with the, um, you know, obligations that he has in the divorce decree than it had to do with, you know, needing the money for this litigation. But just the notion of Rudy showing up, right, begging Donald for money in order to cover legal fees. And in, I already know what's running through Donald's head, which is, <laughs> I'm not going to give him a dollar, not a single dollar. And I'm going to, again, use the, you know, the bullshit that if I do that, you know, Fonny Willis, uh, the media, others will turn around and say that I'm obstructing justice, I'm witness tampering, because here I am paying for one of the co-defendants' legal fees. Um, that's the argument that I see Donald trying to make. And again, he's really not a fan of Rudy's. He was a fan of Rudy's when Rudy was doing his bidding and that Rudy was out there for free representing him uh, and so on. But there's never been this sort of bromance over the years uh, that existed, you know, prior to, um, you know, say 2017, uh, 2018, when, you know, things started happening and Rudy came into work, which again, just so you understand, Rudy didn't do it out of the goodness of his heart. He did it in order to demonstrate access to the White House, which he was selling. You know, one of the things I note in the clip that we just played is how you talked about it earlier in the show, how Trump has to turn himself in um, uh, and he's trying right now, in fact, to negotiate with Fulton County District Attorney Fawny Willis and the district attorney's office and the sheriff's office about what that looks like. And uh, the Fulton County Sheriff's Department and District Attorney Phony Willis are like, yeah, you're going to be treated like everybody else. Like there's 
There's nothing yeah. to negotiate. There's, there's nothing to negotiate. You're going to show up. You're going to get booked. You're going to get fingerprinted. You're going to show up where everybody else shows up at, and you're going to surrender yourself. You don't get any special favors. And so what will be interesting to see is like, it's not like there is a deal to be made. And so as you get closer to the surrender date um, next week, what does that look like? And by the way, did you catch the uh, motion that was filed by Fulton County District Attorney for a trial setting um, requesting a trial date in March of 2024, March 5th to be exact? So right where that would be slotted in would be right before the Manhattan District Attorney case where you're a witness in that case, and that case is March 24th or 25th of 2024, jury selection taking place shortly before then, but right around then as well. So her trial would go first, then you would have Manhattan District Attorney, and then before that, depending on what the judge does in Washington, D.C. federal court, special counsel Jack Smith's asking for that case for Donald Trump's crimes relating to the 2020 election go in January, January, uh, first week of January in 2024. And so because also of all of the chicanery and uh, the legal quagmires created by Judge Eileen Cannon, Mm -hmm. Judge Eileen Cannon, who's obviously making these maneuvers, Trump appointed judge, trying to help him out, it looks like, she's now at the end of the line. So it would yep. be trial, 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 trial. And then Cannon goes last. And by the way, she's made such horrible rulings recently, too. I expect a mess before the 11th Circuit Court. So, so Ben, that's the, see, that's the interesting thing. You got now a March 4th date for... Being requested. County, Georgia, being requested. Let's not forget that there are 18 additional co-defendants in this, and they were anticipating on trying them as one, right, during this sprawling, sprawling case. Clearly, there's going to be delays. I mean, we know that Donald is the king of the delay tactic. The interesting thing that I find here is that while this case is fresh and while it would be the first to go forward, I truly don't believe, and I really don't, that that's going to be the date that's held in stone. So in most people's mind, they're like, yeah, but that, but now Donald gets another benefit, right? He gets another benefit. Uh, and so, no, because then Manhattan DA case will go first and then Fannie Willis will go second. And then one of the Jack Smith cases will go, you know, third. And then maybe the superseding indictment uh, will go fourth. Who knows? All I can tell you is that as of March, Donald J. Trump is on trial, plain and simple. And the result of each and every one of these cases starting March of 2024 could end up with a criminal conviction and incarceration of some sort. Yeah, there will be a criminal case and perhaps multiple by the time you get into April of 2024, but I think certainly at least one with mm -hmm. the ramification, with the consequence being putting Donald Trump in jail for a very long period of time. And 
We see the tactics, though, that are developing. As Donald Trump attacks Fulton County District Attorney Phony Willis, the judges, you know, one of the, 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 the strange attributes that Georgia has, Georgia has all these great transparency laws, cameras in the courtroom, grand jury transparency, the cameras were allowed in, although the uh, identity of the grand jurors at first wasn't revealed, but like in the indictments, you see the grand jurors' names and what does Trump and all of his people do? Um, all of the MAGA followers kind of following Trump's um, stochastic terrorism, the threats that he's made, Trump's implicitly basically telling people the way you would interpret it, in my opinion, the way people are interpreting this is, well, we need to go after these people who are going after Trump. Trump is making a call to action. So we've seen lots of threats being made to judges, to members of the grand jury. And as we were recording this live, you see uh, a, a, a press release put out by the Fulton County Sheriff's Department, threats against the Fulton County grand jurors. The Fulton County Sheriff's Office is aware that personal information of members of the Fulton County Grand Jury is being shared on various platforms. As the lead agency, our investigators are working closely with local, state, and federal law enforcement agencies to track down the origin of the threats in Fulton County and other jurisdictions. We take this matter very seriously and are coordinating with our law enforcement partners to respond quickly to any credible threat and to ensure the safety of those individuals who carried out their civic duty. If anyone becomes aware of a threat, please call 911 immediately or contact your local police department. Cohen, I want to talk about these threats with you. I want to talk about Donald Trump's tactics here, but let's take mm -hmm. our last quick break of the day. Heart health and staying healthy, especially when you have a family that you want to be able to spend as much time with as possible is so, so important. We all have a heartfelt reason to support our blood pressure. In fact, more than half of the U.S. population would benefit from blood pressure support. Super Beats Heart Shoes are an easy and convenient way to support healthy blood pressure and they promote heart healthy energy. Paired with a healthy lifestyle, the Antioxidants in Super Beats are clinically shown to be nearly two times more effective at promoting normal blood pressure than a healthy lifestyle alone. And with over 30,000 five star reviews and counting, Super Beats Heart Shoes are having their moment. Super Beats Heart Shoes are incredibly delicious and so much better than any alternative supplements out there. I take my Super Beat Heart Shoes each morning and it's really kickstarted my morning routine. After taking my Super Beats Heart Shoes, I feel like I have more energy and I'm ready to take on the day. Super Beats Heart Shoes are effective and clinically studied. They are the number one pharmacist recommended beat brand for cardiovascular health support. It's blood pressure support you can trust. Double your potential with Super Beats Heart Shoes. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Heart Shoes and 15% off your first order by going to GetSuperBeats.com and use the promo code BEAT, B-E-A-T, okay? That's GetSuperBeats.com and you spell it super, then B-E-E-T-S.com and then use the code BEAT 
like Beatdown, B-E-A-T. Double your potential with Super Beats Hard Chews. Get a free 30-day supply of Super Beats Hard Chews and 15% off your first order by going to GetSuperBeats.com and use the promo code BEAT. That's B-E-A-T and go to GetSuperBeats.com. Lots of beats, mm-hmm. beats, beats down. Look, I wanted, I want to say though, I, I've been making a lot more healthy choices lately. Um, you know, as I start gearing up for 2024 as well, with all the cases that are taking place, you know, I want to make sure that I've got the energy that I need and appreciate all of our sponsors for. Uh, I like that we've got a lot of good, healthy sponsors as well. It's always a good thing. So, Cohen, when we took our last break, I showed you that statement from the Fulton County Sheriff's uh, Department. It's sadly not a surprise that when a political party, the Republicans, are engaged in stochastic terrorism, that they are going to stoke terrorism. Yeah, look, one thing that we know is that Donald doesn't care how he wins as long as he wins. The problem that he's facing right now is that, you know, you cannot win in a situation such as this. You cannot win when you have, if you've had the opportunity to read Fannie Willis's indictment, it reads like a book. And it all just flows. Look, there's enough information that's out there that has been presented by the media, that's been presented by Midas Touch Network, by my Mea Culpa podcast, by you know news outlets that you trust, that you listen to, and that you engage with. And you already know the bulk of the story. What she did, what Fannie Willis did, is she placed it in a very organized and a very telling way with names and with dates and with information that puts the entire story together. So whether or not you're sitting and you're listening to the bullshit of Alara Trump, if in fact you're listening to the bullshit of Rudy Colludi, drunken Giuliani, if you're going to listen to the bullshit of Kimberly Gargoyle, all right, and to the three of them, I give them the double right? The two fucking fingers salute to the three of you, you bunch of assholes that are destroying democracy. And you sit there and you're trying to deflect and say that everybody else is destroying democracy. No, it's people just like you. The problem that you have is you cannot win in a case when the allegations that are being presented against you are so ironclad that they are so They are so written in stone that you could fight all you want. It's not going to benefit you because the documentary evidence that's there, the witness testimony that you don't even know about, and all of those that are out there flipping like if they're part of the U.S. gymnastics team, all right? Rest assured, people like Mark Meadows, all right? This idiot also doesn't want to go to prison. And they've seen what happens, right? What's going to end up resulting here is Donald, like you said before, Ben, and I agree wholeheartedly, Donald will be held accountable for these allegations. And I believe that he will be convicted starting in March. You know, certainly his surrogates aren't doing much help. If the surrogates 
are giving the defense that he is going to give. Um, good luck with that. Uh, Janine Pirro, who pretends to be a news host, she's not. She's just a total and utter propagandist, a complete, yeah, and, head utter, moron. A, a complete and utter sham. But she's, you know, she, she, she coordinates with the Trump folks, right? Like, it's obvious that they coordinate what the strategy is, what her talking points are going to be so she can act like she's doing the news when she's not. But here she is. Here's the here's her defense. And, you know, she 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 was a judge. I don't know how uh, at one point in time. But I want to show you this is what she believes a strong defense is going to be for Donald Trump following the Fulton County indictment. Play this clip. The issue is not whether he wanted to overthrow it, but did he believe that he won? If he believed that he won, pursuing all these avenues are okay for him because in themselves they are not illegal. If you say, look, I need to find 11,000 votes, that's very different from saying, I need you to find me 11,000 votes somewhere. He just knows he's behind by 11,700 votes. And finally, um, did he know he lost and did he then pursue all these avenues or did he believe he won and was doing everything he can? It's going to be very hard to prove that. Harold Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, you see Donald Trump yeah. was involved in a treasure hunt amongst friends. He was yeah. following clues and he was just saying, where? Perchance, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger, could you find me on the map here, the 11,780 votes? I mean, we all heard the call, the level of gaslighting, the level of ignorance, the level of just disinformation spewed and the idiocracy there, Cohen. And by the yeah, way, so by the end of it, by the end of it, even if you accepted her arguments, like, yeah, yeah, that's what he did. He's guilty. You see, so here's the thing. What she's doing is very similar to what Donald does, which is there is fact that she is putting out there that is accurate. If he believed that he won the election, it could be more difficult to prove. I've talked about that on television multiple times. If in fact that, you know, Donald was asking them, you know, to review, say, 11,780 votes because he truly believed that they were stolen, like no different than if you knew where your car was stolen and you go to retrieve it. I get that. Unfortunately, the part that's the disinformation and the misinformation by Judge Pirro, the, the part about it that is the lie is that it completely excludes all of the facts and all of the information that Fannie Willis and her prosecutorial team have accumulated over the last two and a half years from individuals that have provided both the documentary evidence as well as the sworn testimony under oath, right, stating that Donald knew we had conversations. He knew that he lost, but that, you know, they Eastman, Coco, whoever it was, concocted or cheese bro, one of these assholes went ahead and they concocted a scheme in order to overturn the election by using these fake electors and the legislators. And so exactly as Kaludi, you know, was talking about in that 
inside edition. And by the way, why inside edition didn't press him on it? I don't know, right? Because inside edition is not Newsmax. They should have pressed him as everybody, including whoever was interviewing Janine Pirro. What evidence do you have to show that Donald did not believe that he lost the election, that he believed the lies that were talked about by the, um, you know, by uh, Shia Moss and um, and Ruby, yeah, right? and, Ruby. Uh, and Ruby Freeman, whereby he's making claims that a USB was being passed around like a vial of cocaine when in fact it was a ginger mint. All right, these are the things that she's ignoring. You can't ignore the facts and only run with innuendo. That's what they're doing, and that's why they're going to lose. Another reason. Another and that's exhibit. why she also gets part of the two-finger salute. Another exhibit I want to show, which will undoubtedly be brought up. You know, Trump just keeps generating evidence against himself. And, you know, what we're doing here is we're just showing you, here's what he said. Okay, it's it's not me just saying he's the worst person. He's a traitor. Like, okay, let's take a look at what he's saying right now. Donald Trump wrote on a social media platform that he was going to hold this press conference and he's going to prove that the election was actually stolen, even though his attorney general told him, Donald Trump, you are crazy and you are wrong, even though his vice president told him, nope, didn't happen, even though all of the lawyers on Team Normal who worked for him told him, nope, even though the new people who headed up the DOJ while he was still in office told him, nope, there's no evidence of that, even though the Republican governor of Georgia, even the, even the governor, even the um, uh, secretary of state of Georgia, even though they told him. But Donald, even Donald Trump hired two consultant, two consultant groups, paid him each through his political action arm over a close to a million dollars each. And they said, nope, no election fraud capable of overturning the elections. Even the fraud in Arizona by the Cyber Ninja group, they found that Biden actually should get more votes in Arizona. And that was a complete fraud. Okay, so Donald Trump goes, a large, complex, detailed, but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud, which took place in Georgia, is almost complete and will be presented by me at a major news conference at 11 a.m. on Monday of next week in Bedminster, New Jersey. Based on the results of this conclusive, needs to be in caps, report, all charges should be dropped against me and others. There will be complete exoneration. They never went after those that rigged the election. They only went after those that fought to find the riggers, he says. And then it goes, witch hunt exclamation point. And then as Donald Trump's former top White House lawyer, Ty Cobb said, that sounds like more obstruction of justice to me. And if you're going to put forward another fraudulent report, that may be a new crime. Donald Trump's lawyers then told him, reported that it was a, it was a potential new crime. And they said, don't do it. But it just goes and, and, and shows you, Cohen, I mean, that there's like literally zero control. This is a completely, completely, this should be completely disqualifying. And the fact that you've got your Ted Cruz's and your Lindsey Graham's and the entire Republican Party today loves this. It is Something that we're going to keep on calling out here on Political Beatdown. I know you got to go back to your uh, vacation. We appreciate you spending the hour, but I'll get <laughs> Yeah, look, let me be very clear about it. The part that, again, each time I talk about it with our brigaders, why this 
blue wave that we will be a part of together. We will be a part of the blue wave that just engulfs this, you know, this red pond that, you know, that makes no sense. Um, it's not the America that we that we want. It's not the America that we're going to allow to happen. And when I say that, I'm talking about this still 30% plus, right, of the electorate. And you have like over now 50% of the Republican voting group block. These people are still pro-Donald. What does a guy have to do normally if a former president or somebody running for the presidency was indicted once on the charges that Donald was indicted on? It would be a disqualifier, but not one. How about two times? Well, no, not three times, not four times, and soon it'll be five times. Or in your case, if you're counting the superseding indictment, six times. Should that not be a disqualifier automatically? Well, look, that's why I say we cannot leave anything to chance, all right? We must make sure that, again, all of our family, all of our friends, our neighbors, everyone are registered to vote, that they're registered Democrat, and that we bring enough people to the polls in order to just absolutely knock out all of these ridiculous Republicans that are using this entire scenario not to benefit the American people, not to benefit America as a country, but rather to fill up their coffers because they are basically speaking to a group of racist, sexist, misogynistic, xenophobic, homophobic, Islamophobic, anti-Semites, just like their leader of the party, all right? Plain and simple, and we're going to put an end to it. Michael Cohen, we appreciate you taking the time out of your vacation to spend this time with all of the political beatdown brigaders. Thank you, thank you. Thank you to all the beatdown brigaders out there as well. Everybody, we appreciate you so much. Spread the word about the show. Make sure you check out Revenge, Michael Cohen's newest book, wherever books and audio books are sold, how Donald Trump weaponized the U.S. Department of Justice against his Critics also, you can support Michael Cohen's Legal Defense Fund in connection. Oh, by the, the way, fund. Ben, we forgot to talk about that. Today, actually, a filing went in in that, in that case, um, waiting for the decision onto it. It was the reply brief against um, the, the, uh, the, the attempt in order to push the deposition off. So when when is the hearing going to be taking place uh, for the attempt to push the deposition off? Do you know when it, the hearing it, it was paper. It was paper submission and it went in today. Got it. So currently you've got the deposition scheduled for September 6th. The reply brief is filed now. Donald Trump wants to keep the deposition secret and under seal and have protective orders or say you can only ask me these questions or that question. Yes. Um, and so we'll let you know as soon as the judge makes an order on that, we will be the first to report. Thank you it to everybody who's here. Donated. And you can Please support don't. the uh, Legal Defense Fund in the description. Please subscribe as well to uh, Legal a Political Beatdown. 
uh, where on whatever audio podcasts are available, not just here on the Midas Touch Network YouTube. Also, make sure you check out the Maya Culpa podcast, Michael Cohen's other podcast. You can subscribe here on the Midas Touch Network to watch new episodes of Maya Culpa every Saturday. And you can also subscribe on audio podcast to Maya Culpa as well. Thank you, Beatdown Brigaders. We appreciate you so much. We'll see you next time on Political Beatdown. Shout out to the Midas Mighty.